now it's time for the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, featuring health news, opinion, and insight from Wesley Chapel's concierge medicine physician, Dr. Tommy McElroy. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy, and I am a concierge medicine physician in Wesley Chapel, Florida. And concierge medicine is a way to have a direct relationship with your uh, physician and patient without having any of the uh, interaction with a third-party payer, whether that be uh, Medicare or insurance companies. And what we do is we work with insurance companies the same way that uh, you would work with an insurance company for your home, for instance. So if, if there's something expensive needs to be done, then we, we help you find a way to get, get that paid for with your insurance. And if there's something routine, let's say change a doorknob, paint a door, then we just go ahead and take care of that with our membership. I'm speaking with Brian McKenzie now, and he's actually joining us uh, from overseas. Brian, how are you doing today? Great, Dr. Tommy. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes, sir. You have a you have an interesting thing because you actually were very involved with uh, some of the preliminary work with Obamacare, meaning you were studying it. But now you've you found a different solution, and now that's that's kind of what you're working on from an international standpoint. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Um, when I started looking at the Obamacare legislation, I already had ten years in the insurance industry as an agent and a patient advocate, and reading the bill, it it. It was essentially just a mess, and I knew it was going to be a mess, and I started blogging on it and telling people that it was going to be a mess, and pretty much all the uh, predictions I made in 2007 about the bill have come true. It's a mess. <laughs> so, um, so I actually, uh, I had been at Harley-Davidson for a while, and getting back into the insurance business, I went and got a master's degree dedicated to the Obamacare um, legislation. And oh, really? So, yeah. So I have two years of healthcare management, economics, finance, and uh, healthcare business management dedicated to the 2,600 pages of the bill, the 1,800 pages of the bill's USC title code, and as much as the seven feet of regulations as I can get through. So, so you are a true expert in the, in the, in the legitimate sense in that you have an actual degree in Obamacare. Uh, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not an advocate for Obamacare, so that hasn't translated into um, uh, a position for me that I could attach myself to over, uh, in the United States. So I started working as an independent contractor on international health care, and uh, that's why I'm overseas right now. And where are you right now? Um, year three overseas, uh, first year was Korea, second year was Ukraine, uh, third year I am in uh, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Bishkek. And, and where is that for it us is, uh, geographically challenged individuals? <laughs> Kyrgyzstan is in Central Asia, and it is north and to the right of Afghanistan. So tell us, you know, we were talking before we came on the show. So you have you're working internationally with a kind of a beta test for something that's an alternative to what we have here in the United States. Uh, yeah, because of the Obamacare regulations and requirements, um, you've got so much bureaucracy that you just you can't get things done. It's it's really killing smart solutions. So one of the things that we're working on, I work with a company called MedX Care. Um, what we do is essentially direct payment options overseas for emergent markets. And we don't coordinate with insurance. It's all cash-based, wire transfer, mobile transfer, um, direct patient interaction. 
How long has this company been working uh, in this industry? Um, they started uh, with the her master's work in the last uh, before two thousands, and then her launch was in two thousand and eight, and they have integrated into a formal model two years ago, and so they're based out of uh, the Netherlands, but their target of in inference the, the first. Uh, market they want to launch at is across Africa. So you're saying you you do wire transfer based uh, direct ser direct payment for service. Give us some examples of some of the things that that your company can help people do. Well, um, the the triple aim of healthcare reform in America was access, quality, and affordability. I mean that's what the whole beating drum was. It hasn't appeared in in America. Um, so that's really what we focus on is for access. We help you locate a provider that is either a general practitioner or a specialty practitioner that meets your healthcare needs in your local area. Um, next for access, um, if you've got a diagnosis or an issue that can't be taken care of by the provider that you're with, we have telemedicine resources so that that doctor can consult with another physician to get you the cure that you need or the, the medication that you need. So we're doing, you're doing this in, in countries that are, you know, if someone were to compare apples and oranges or apples and apples, they'd say, well, these, these countries are behind the times. But actually, according to what you're telling us, you're actually ahead of the times for uh, medical care, as far as delivery, that is. Um, a lot of people have the misconception that, that Africa is behind the times because, you know, they, they didn't start out with the desktop revolution and then move, move through to the, the mobile revolution. What happened is they launched from the mobile revolution. Um, cell phones mm -hmm. are quite common and quite popular and quite easy to get. And everybody's got a cheap prepaid cell phone with a SIM card. Um, mm -hmm. It's almost as common as it is in America, especially in, among the, the younger uh, millennials. And this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I'm on with Brian McKenzie, who's joining us from overseas. And we're discussing uh, the, the work that he's doing there to uh, give us maybe a roadmap forward here in America for a way to improve our medical care delivery system. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more specific about some of the things that they're doing and his company and some of the things that maybe we could start doing over here in order to improve our access to medical care. And this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and we'll be right back. Hi there, this is Dr. Tommy McElroy. You didn't go to medical school so you could fill out paperwork. Got into medicine because you wanted to help people. You want to make a difference. You want to heal and connect with your patients. Atlas MD is the EMR that will help you get to where you always wanted to go. Learn how to transition your practice to direct care and learn more about Atlas MD EMR at atlas.md. That's A-T-L-A-S dot M-D. And thank you for joining us again. This is Ask Dr. Tommy Show. And I am on with Brian McKenzie, and he's an expert in uh, healthcare delivery systems. And he actually is working in emerging markets overseas to deliver healthcare directly, uh, that is through payments directly. And tell us a little bit about some more about how you do that. And then, and then maybe is that something that you think that we can do here, or is it is our system too uh, set up in the old ways of uh, you know heavy insurance involvement in every transaction? Um, it would definitely be a disruption in the market. So what we're doing is, first off, the novel idea that the customer, the patient owns their own data. So 
when a patient schedules a visit, they fill out a list of plain language um, symptoms, and then they submit an email um, to see if there's a doctor in their area that, that is available and ready to, to address their needs. So one of the things is there's no CPT codes, there's no IDX codes, there's no HICPICs. So everything is common language. One of the things that you have in America is you get a bill and you're looking at it and it's all numbers, it's all code. You don't know what what you're being billed like, for, what you, what got done. It's like the matrix, looking at the matrix and seeing what it, what the hell does this mean. Exactly. It's just cascading green green screen. You're like, I don't know what the hell that is. So what we do is everything is plain language and it's available also in French as well as English. Um, and the communication between the doctor and between the provide, uh, the patient is common language, common words, so that you don't have these codes that are inhibiting care. Because you're not using the codes, you don't have the requirement in the licensing that the CPT codes require. Because uh, so who's missing? Who's missing out on public uh, publication licensing fees over there? I guess. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. Every time you use a CPT code or ICD-9-10 code, um, you have to pay for the licensing back to the AMA who owns those codes. And, right. You know, that, that's, that's where a lot of the inflation and markup is, is because it's royalties. You've got to pay those. What would you say to the people who are the proponents of these codes from, from their standpoint, potentially, I mean, whether you believe it or not, they say, well, these are the ways that we track you know how much is being utilized and the, and if we don't track them by these numbers and we just use this common language and we won't know how much hypertension there is out there and we won't and that, so these codes are necessary what do you think about that um, I did medical billing and audit for 10 years I can tell you that they're not using the codes for any sort of analysis um, they because that's what they that's what I've heard and uh, yeah they and I was a little bit uh, <laughs> hesitant to believe as well no, they, they don't. I mean, I've, I've worked, when I was in the States, I worked for 12 different um, healthcare entities across uh, Washington State, and they all used the same CPT codes and ADA codes. So was, it was just something that just came up, and then they said, well, let's run with this, and just a way, it's like a, a kind of inventing a need for yourself. You know, I used, to, I used to make the analogy that I could make a law that says there has to be a hall walker in every uh, medical office. And then that hall walker has to be authorized by the uh, federal department of hall walkers. And his job is to basically walk through the halls and, and just make sure, not make sure anything, just walk through the halls. And I would say that this person has to be put in every medical office throughout the United States. And then uh, I would be able to direct them and then train them and license them. And then all of the uh, medical offices could pay, uh, pay a fee to me. And I think that's, that's basically kind of what I think these, a lot of these codes are. It's exactly what they are because you can get care done using common language uh, procedures, diagnostics, and uh, records. What about if patients out there need uh, specialty care like hospitalization, medications? Uh, how does that work with your system? Um, so one of the things is that it is kind of siloed along the lines of your first healthcare contact being the most general provider. Um, but because you own your records, if you've already seen a general practitioner and you're not getting the care you need, you don't have to get a referral to see another doctor. That doctor doesn't need to request the data from the other doctor because you have it with you. 
So, so you're removing, you're, you're putting yourself at the center of the uh, transaction versus you're just this passive uh, person who's just being passed around by the system. Absolutely. And it, it's your personal health care. You've got to take ownership of it. Otherwise, you are going to get just passed around by the system. So, um, so the specialist generally, like, let me say I'm in one of these uh, countries that you, that your company services, I send an email, how quickly back, how quickly then am I able to see somebody and how far away generally is it that I go see that person? Well, we're launching, uh, extensively in South Africa first, um, because they've got, uh, the highest density of doctors in the region. So, um, really it's going to depend upon the availability of that specialty, that specialist at that time. But in the way the technology platform is aiming, it's going to be just like Uber. Hey, I need a doctor who's available. I've got my own records. I need I need treatment. I need to see somebody. And it's it, it's just that fast. And why is it that the it is in South Africa? Is that just the the where the environment is amenable to it, or is there is there a specific reason why uh, South Africa is where it's it's going on right now? Um, one of the big things is, is really the technology, uh, the, the language, they, they speak English there. So mm-hmm. our primary head, uh, though we do have services available in other languages, um, first launch primary is going to be in, in English. And then, we're, 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 um, what's the next uh, few, where are we going, or where are you going next? Well, what we want to do is coordinate, and we're working on it, is coordinate with pharmaceutical companies to get uh, availability of low-cost prescriptions so that once if a doctor does prescribe you a prescription that you can get that at an affordable cost at a pharmacy that's near you you know we do see a lot of this discussion in the free market um, medical world about we need an uber and I've seen that so many times that that we need an uber for healthcare it sounds like this possibly is the uber for healthcare and if so then what a true transformation that would be uh, this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm talking with Brian McKenzie, who is joining us from overseas. And uh, when we return, we'll talk a little bit more about his company and what he does and then some of the things that he's been doing in, uh, in these uh, faraway worlds that he didn't do before when he lived in the United States. This is Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and we will be right back. When it comes to promoting a business or service, promotional products can deliver a huge bang for your buck. Blue Dot Promotional Marketing can help you match the right product to your business and budget, helping you be seen and remembered. Want to make a big impression with your prospects? Call Blue Dot Promotional Marketing at 813-977-1056 or visit bluedotpromos.com. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I have the uh, privilege of talking to Brian McKenzie, who was kind enough to join us from uh, way overseas. And uh, he is, he's, he's given us some insight into his expertise because he has an a actual master's degree in studying the Affordable Care Act. And he took that, uh, took that information with him, and now he's overseas, and he's developing alternatives to Obamacare and Affordable Care Act type of uh, medicine. Tell us a little bit more about your company and, and how do we learn more about it. Um, well, we, we got started, uh, Patricia Mullins is the uh, CEO, and at, at the time, what happened was her, her sister had an illness that was misdiagnosed, and they were able to get a second opinion that was able to get the proper treatment for the illness that was, that was um, at hand. 
And if they had not been able to coordinate with that second opinion, um, you know, it, it, who knows? It, it, Where were they at when this happened geographically? Uh, Cameroon. In okay. So, um, but the same thing happens in America too. I mean, the the critical losses through medical uh, misdiagnosis. Um, they're they're saying that that's the third leader of uh, illness and fatality in America. So it's it's not just in developing and emerging countries that medical information and medical misdiagnosis affect patient care. So yeah, I think here it's almost there's too much information. Uh, we talk. I was talking with Dr. Josh uh, from Atlas MD about it, and uh, we we're saying you know there's this all this excess of information that is that put in notes and things like that that just a they're distracting and b you're able to maybe just get lost in the weeds for, without having to uh be able to actually take care of what's hand so our strep throat simple diagnosis instead of being two lines uh becomes this you know four page uh a masterpiece of uh you know coding and language that has nothing to do with strep what color are you you know what language do you speak how, how much do you weigh uh, is your bmi correct so um, yeah, you're right. A lot of uh, what we do here potentially can be, whether it's intentional or not, uh, dangerous for the patient. Well, absolutely. And one of the big things is that, you know, a lot of patients, you know, they're in a stressful situation. They've got a medical illness. But they don't know what's going on. and It's not explained to them in a language that they understand that they can communicate to their family or to their next provider that they need to get that care information. Uh, what are some of the things that, um, besides working overseas, that you've that you've started to that's different than uh, about your life now than it was when you were here in the United States? Um, well, one of the big things is that everything is pretty much a cash on demand type thing. So they're really in the medical insurance, the the medical components overseas. There's really not a formal insurance. Um, architecture. So if you want care, I mean, most countries are going to have their generic national health care uh, set up, but the problem is delivery is just not there. So you, you end up paying cash for your services. And so what we do uh, at MedX is we have offer billing solutions for um, mobile-based, um, web-based, prepaid accounts for budgeting. So you can if you know you've got a chronic illness or chronic disease, you can put away so much money each month to take care of that so that when you do go see the doctor, finances are not an issue. We also yes. give you a secure platform to coordinate with your family if they can assist you, and they also have access to your records as well if you give them permission so that they can see your, your um, medication and your doctor contact information. So if something happens to you, they know who to call. They know they know which drugs you're taking. Um, one of the things that I was talking with a LinkedIn colleague about, and she's from India, was that same thing: is that they pay for cash for almost everything except for hospitalizations, and then they go use insurance for that, which is what insurance truly is for: those things that are rare, expensive, and unpredictable. Yeah, and and that's what I agree. It, it, you know, when you buy car insurance, the, the car insurance doesn't cover your oil changes and it doesn't cover your gasoline. That those. Those are things you have to take care of because you're driving the car. And I don't know why they, they cannot get that through the, the door of the medical logic in the United States. You and I were talking before, and then there was a hurt earthquake that occurred out there. How, did that all get cleared up? Is everything okay now? 
Um, well, we lost a couple of roads that had to get plowed out and, and leveled out and resurfaced. So that, that took about a week and a half. That was fun. So, <laughs> What do you do in your free time out there? Um, well, I, I do travel blogging. So I uh, meet people, uh, see foreign events, and do culture translations. And I do some blogging for um, language, food, destinations, and events. I've been how do we find out? For three how do we years. find? How do we find your blog? Um, Storia is hosting it. It's Storia.me, and my ID there is cborisgo. And I've and, also uh, been porting a lot of stuff over to uh, BB, which is a new um, social networking professional site as well. Well, great. We'll link that here to the uh, show notes when we when we list it on the website. Uh, let us know again how to uh, learn more about your company. Um, it's called MedX Care, and we uh, it's www.medx.care.com, and we are an overseas company uh, founded in the Netherlands, based in the Netherlands. And what we do is we're trying to bring out smart technology solutions that are at the patient's hands to get the care that they need and get rid of the bureaucracy that stands in the way of it. Well, we will definitely look into that because I, I think we can get some ideas from you, from your company, about what we can do here now because that is one of the things that is in demand and is actually occurring is this on-demand type of medical care, this uh, streamlined uh, medical care. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you have a great rest of your night and uh, uh, no more earthquakes. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'll send you the links uh, for all of my contact information. And if uh, you've got individuals or entities that are interested in international healthcare um, as helping out with funding or to find out more about uh, the program, I'll include my email as well. And we will certainly uh, pass that along to those interested individuals. Thank you again, Brian. And then uh, we'll talk to you later, hopefully. And uh, for all of you out there listening to the Ask Dr. Tommy show, we invite you to go to AskDrTommy.com to hear prior shows. And you can also get us on iTunes. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more show news and information, go to AskDrTommy.com. And be sure to follow Dr. Tommy on Facebook at Echelon Health and on Twitter at Tampa Direct Care. To learn more about Echelon Health Concierge Medicine Practice, visit Echelon Health online at tampadirectcare.com.